Anthony Volpe is finally living up to the hype. Is Aaron Savale a must-add? Join us today where we provide you with the best must-add players from the weekend on today's action-packed episode of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, fantasy baseball fanatics, and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by the Locked On Sports Network, your team every day. As always, we're your number one source of fantasy baseball knowledge, and thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. I'm your host, Dominic Martino, here as always with my brother, my co-host, my partner in crime, Matthew Arnett. Yo, what's up? Don't you can mind find my us kid. on all social media platforms. Oh, <laughs> that's little Maggie guys over there. So, yeah, don't don't mind Maggie. She's a part of the Locked On team here. Uh, once again, you can find us on all social media platforms and podcasting apps. If you're listening on one like Apple or Spotify that allows five-star ratings and reviews, we could we truly appreciate it if you could do that for us. Also, if you're watching on YouTube and you haven't already, hit that little bell below. It subscribes to the channel. also gives you a notification every time we drop a new episode. And lastly, but most importantly, subscribe to us on the Subtext website. On the Subtext website, it's a one-on-one personalized interaction with matt and i uh you get text back as soon as you ask us a question and also you get updates on when a rookie gets called up when you get updates on injuries and all that stuff plus much much more ibotta gives you cash back on hundreds of grocery items from produce to personal care and pantry goods right now ibotta is offering listeners five dollars for just trying ibotta by downloading the free ibotta app and using the code mlb but Locked On Fantasy Baseball fans, as always, we have a fully loaded episode for you today. Let us be your team secret weapon as we provide you with the best players going into week 14. And Matt, who do we have up first today? All right. Yeah, let's go with uh, Mr. Anthony Volpe. Um, about 51% owned in most leagues on Yahoo. Volpe has turned a corner these last two weeks hitting, you know, 366, has eight runs, a bomb, two ribs, two stolen bases. Has really been absolutely putrid over the stretch, but you know, this last you know two two and a half weeks he's been pretty solid and serviceable. So, you know, if he's available in your leagues and you need a shortstop, he's somebody I want to take a look at. The upside is there. If you're not familiar with Volpe, could do in 2022 and in between Double A AA and Triple A, the guy had 50 stolen bases and 21 home runs and 596 at bats. Batted about 249. The year before, he had about 33 stolen bases, hit 294, and had 27 home runs and 412 at bats. So, like, Volpe has a wide range of outcomes in terms of how what what I think he'll do for rest of season if he does keep this up and kind of turn a corner here uh, for the long term for the second half of the season is maybe he'll hit that get close to the 20 home run bomb range. He probably will get us 30 30 stolen bases. Like, I don't think that's in question because the kid just is lightning quick. And maybe he can get his batting average up into the 240, maybe scratch the 250 range, which would mean that that second half he's going to have to hit pretty high and pretty well. And if he's turning a corner like uh, like we're seeing now, there's a strong possibility. You know, even tonight as we're recording July 2nd, he's hitting 333 on the night going one for three. 
So Volpe is doing his thing and I think is kind of trying to figure out the league. It does take some batters longer to figure it out and adjust to big league pitching. So, you know, Volpe has a wide range of upsides, but I think that he's at least worth adding and 100% um, taking a look at at least. All right. And that's my take on Anthony Volpe. Yeah, Matt, that was very, very good take on Volpe. The only thing I can really say is that, you know, 22 years old, the kid was one of the most highly touted prospects in the league coming into this year. So bear with the kid. And, you know, he was hitting towards the top of the lineup, you know, when he was doing a little bit better at the beginning of the season. So I could fully see, you know, him turning it around and looking a bit better, you know, coming into the second half. But let's move on to another guy that we kind of talked about recently, but I think it's worth talking about him again because he's still only 39% owned, and that's Ezekiel Tovar, shortstop from the Colorado Rockies. And Tovar's numbers on the year are starting to look really, really good with 40 runs, uh, 8 homers, 40 RBIs, 4 steals, and a 270 batting average here for Tovar on the year. Uh, I think it's definitely worth, the, you know, take a look at him. He's hitting, you know, half of his games and cores. So, you know, and then look at his numbers over the last two weeks here for Tovar. Over the last two weeks, uh, Tovar has eight runs. He has two home runs, 10 RBIs, a steal, 371 batting average. So I think it's time we go out there, give Tovar the chance. He's one of the youngest players in the whole league right now, you know, there at uh, at 21 years old. Uh, give Tovar a look. Another guy that was a highly touted prospect coming into the year. I'm big on Ezekiel Tovar, and I think you should be as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, great take, Dom. I don't think I need to add anything. We've been talking about Tovar for a couple weeks now. So, you know, I don't think people want to keep hearing us go go on and on about the tar- Tovar love. <laughs> uh, let's let's uh, let's move on here. True, true. To uh, Mr. Michael Garcia. Um, you know, he's been having a solid month. You know, I'm, I'm liking the stats on the month. You know, 16 runs, two bombs, eight ribs, nine stolen bases, and batting 289. So, one, the stolen bases off the wave of wire, 100%. Like, get me excited. The batting the 289 over the last month, that's getting me excited because, you know, that follows my rule batting average off the waiver wire. You know, you can't pass up on because through two weeks, he's hitting about 333. And, I mean, quite honestly, 29% owned. Why the hell not? I mean, he's out there, take the shot, see what happens. And, you know, Best case scenario, he's not destroying your batting average and he's chipping in stolen bases. Um, Did I say best case? I mean, that's worst case. I apologize. I'm tongue twister here. And worst case scenario, he does what he did last week. Um, uh, You know, he, I mean, he does what he did uh, two weeks ago where he had seven runs, a bomb, three ribs, four stolen bases and batting about, you know, 400. You know, Garcia has a wide range of outcomes as well. I like what he's what, what he's going to put out there, what he could do, and you know, for you know, free ninety nine at this point, you might as well take a shot on the kid and see where the see where the journey takes you. The second he dies, he says, "See you later." Yeah, Matt, that great take on Garcia there. I think Michael Garcia. I think he's really going to contribute in two categories, which is going to be the steals in the minor leagues in 2022. He had 39 steals and in 2021, he had 35 steals and those years he hit 291 and 285. So I think the batting average is pretty solid. I think he stays around that 270, 280 mark, maybe probably closer to 270 with the downside of maybe lowest like 260 because the kid can hit and then the steals are real. Kid's got elite speed. And, uh, Matt, that was a great take on Garcia, so I'm not going to, you know, go too much longer here with Garcia. 
But up next, we got an old veteran who's been around for a long time, and he's still getting it done here. And we have a young kid from Detroit who, hey, maybe it's time that he's finally, you know, doing his thing. And then we actually have a couple, a couple of Cleveland Guardians pitchers that you guys need to have on your teams already because we've been talking about them for too long to be this uh, lowly owned still. But guys, it's officially summer, and a new season means new clothes. But your clothes shouldn't be the only thing growing when you can make these when you make those purchases. Now you can also watch your cash back grow with each purchase with Ibotta. Ibotta gives you cash back on hundreds of grocery items from produce to personal care to pantry goods and also clothes. So you can make you can make sure you're beating inflation no matter what you're purchasing. Either link your loyalty account or upload your receipt after you shop and get your cash back. It's that easy. The average Ibotta user earns $120 back per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, or you can use the cash back to buy that flight you've been eyeing, that game you've been dying to go to, or that fancy dinner you've been craving. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code MLB when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app and use code MLB. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in Google Play or App Store and make sure you use the code MLB to get your $5. And every day as a new listeners, we've got exciting news for you regarding our podcast. Matt and I are thrilled to introduce our new campaign on the subtext website where we'll be offering a personalized and in-depth experience just for you. By subscribing to Locked On Fantasy Baseball on the subtext website and becoming a member of the exclusive Everydayers Diamond Club, you'll gain unlimited direct access to us through one-on-one texting conversations. As part of the Diamond Club, you'll receive instant alerts and expert opinions on prospect call-ups, injuries, and detailed waiver wire recommendations. But that's not all. We'll also be promptly answering all of your fantasy baseball questions, and we're here for you to talk baseball with you whenever you want. Subscribing to our subtext service will give you a significant advantage over your competition and greatly increase your chances of winning an everydayers championship. You can find the link to subscribe in the description of this video, podcast, and on our link tree, which is available in all of our social media bios. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity. Sign up now for a free 14-day trial with Matt and I by your side. We'll make sure you bring home that coveted Everydayers Championship. Join us on Subtext today. And Matt, why don't you go ahead and grab this next guy? Because, oh boy, oh boy, we all know that's a, that's a lot of talking for me. I think the, the I don't know if the people still want to hear my voice that much. <laughs> I damn sure don't. So, you know, we'll keep going. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. I'm sure the fans are in sync with you on that one. All right, guys. Let's talk a little fantasy baseball. Let's talk Andrew McCutcheon here. Um, McCutcheon has been playing out of his mind this last week with four runs, a bomb, four ribs, 407. It's funny for, you know, old man here, you know, through every stretch at some point in the season for the last like four years, he's been serviceable. You know, he's not fantasy gold, but he's been waiver wire gold for a nice stretch. And I believe we're about to hit that stretch now and get him while he's hot. And it's crazy though, because last year, I mean, this year, he already has a nice amount of stats. He has 10 bombs on the year. He has 38 runs, 28 ribs, nine stolen bases, batting 282 on the year. So McCutcheon just is in a groove right now. And I think that, you know, if he's starting to build up off what he did last week and he just keeps rolling it through to the to the uh, all-star break, um, you know, we could see a nice little stat and he might be a league winner next week, just for next week. 
and we'll see how he plays out. We shall see how Andrew McCutcheon plays, but the second he dies off and stops performing, you drop him. But you know, he's definitely worth an add at 37% on. He's a why not and ride that ride it while it's hot for 100 percent Yeah, Matt, uh, you know, old man River Andrew McCutcheon just keeps it running. He's showing you that power. He's showing you that speed. You know, that's why he's, you know, been one of the most consistent fantasy baseball players over the last 10 years or so. I don't know how long it's going to last, but I think it's kind of like a ride the wave thing here with McCutcheon and kind of just see where it takes you at this point. You know, we, we've all, if you watch baseball at all over the past 10 years, you know, Andrew McCutcheon, we love him. But Matt, that's great analysis. I don't really have too, too much to add to that one. So I'm going to keep things pushing here. Let's talk about Spencer Torkelson. Now, Spencer Torkelson is somebody that I think there's a lot of fatigue on at the moment. I think everyone's kind of getting tired of him. He's, you know, only 17% owned on Yahoo. But in those deeper leagues, the 15-mans, the AL-onlys, maybe it's time to give him a look. Looks like he's heating up over his last one, two, three, four, five games. He's got a hit in all of them. Two of those are both, um, you know, two-hit games. He had a two-home run game on June 29th against Texas, four RBIs in that game. He hit a home run, I think that's today as where, you know, recording this two hits a home run three runs two rbis so torkelson's been hot of late and the thing is with a guy like this you know maybe it finally clicks and it could click in an instant for you know a young player like you know torkelson and his overall numbers on the year aren't atrocious they're not like you know absolutely horrible he's got 40 rbis he's got 11 home runs 224 batting average so I think you give Torkelson a chance at 17% owned in those deeper leagues. Um, if you're in a league that's a little bit shallower, you're in those 12-mans or in those 10-mans, maybe just throw them on the waiver wire, see what happens. You also got 37 runs. I forgot to mention that. I think, you know, like I said, you know, it's time to give Torkelson a look, or if not, at least minimum, keep an eye on Torkelson. He does have that prospect pedigree. He was one of, uh, you know, top 15, 20 prospects a couple of years back. So keep an eye on Torkelson. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I like what he's doing in the short term. He's going to mutilate your batting average, but I mean, hey, it is what it is. But a uh, great take, Dom. You know, we, uh, yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I don't even need to say anything. We're going to talk about Mr. Aaron Savale. Move on to some arms. Another one of the Cleveland Indian, uh, oh, God, uh, Cleveland Guardian. Sorry, forced to have it. Cleveland Guardian, um, play, pitchers that we mentioned here. And he's been, he's been great since coming back from the injury, you know. Uh, through 39 innings, he has two wins, 33 uh, Ks, 318 ERA with a 1-2-6 whip. And for your point leagues or for anybody that does uh, quality starts, he has two quality starts just on the year. I like him a lot. He's you know he's not a K per nine guy, and you know it is what it is. You're starting to see that, but hey, he does get the job done. He is keeping the ERA low. He is getting the wins, and he's doing it tonight too. I mean, he's out there. He didn't throw. He went six innings deep, but had about. 2Ks, but a 1.5 ERA and a 0.67 whip. Like, I'm loving that right now. Like, I'll take it, especially going into a Sunday matchup right now where I need to get the ERA just a hair hair down. You know, he's the guy that could be the the splitting hair between you having the W in the ERA category or not. Aaron Savale is, you know, not going to blow you away with his numbers, but he is going to be a constant, consistent player each week uh, in and out. And at 39% owned, I feel like that should really be in the 60s and 70s just based off of how solid and consistent Aaron Savali could be. So 100% go out there and add him. 
Yeah, I'm Matt. I, that was a great take. So I don't have too too much to add. I'm just gonna add if you take today's uh, start account into you know Savali's year long numbers, it lo- he lowered his ERA to a two nine six and he lowered his WHIP to a one one eight on the season. If you guys been listening at all, we've ranted about Savali so much. You know, this year he's been in the waiver wire column probably almost more than anybody for significant reasons. Uh, and at the end of last year, he had like a six seven start stretch where he had that K per nine, which he is capable of he, he may not ever get there but he's capable of it he can have those big 10 strikeout starts he has the stuff to do it uh, at the end of last year as i mentioned that stretch he had like you know like a sub two era he had a sub one whip for like six seven starts in a row so he has shown that upside you know i think savale is definitely definitely worth being on your team definitely should be more than 39 percent owned that he is currently on yahoo but matt great take i'm not really going to say much more about him Let's move on to somebody else, another Cleveland Guardian pitcher that's been, you know, in the wave wire column for one too many times. And I can see the reason why he might have been dropped in a couple of leagues. It's Tanner Bybee. And he had a couple of bad starts in a row. He had that start against San Diego where he got lit up in four innings, you know, a huge ERA, huge whip. And then, you know, he went to Arizona and, you know, another bad, you know, three runs, two whip, and he was really bad. But let's talk about Bybee's last two starts. Bybee's last two starts, six innings, a win, seven strikeouts, one earned, one one seven whip against Milwaukee. Last time out against the Cubs, 5.2 innings, the win, nine strikeouts, no earned, 0.88 whip. Uh, you know, I mean, it's starting to look good. Numbers on the year are, are solid, 3.46 ERA, 126 whip, 65 innings, 67 Ks. 43% owned on Yahoo for Bybee. And guess who he gets next week? Those lowly, lowly Kansas City Royals. If you can get past Bobby Witt and, you know, Perez and I guess Michael Garcia, who's been pretty good, you know, that's it. That's all you really got to be worried about over there. There's nobody else over there that's really hitting. The Italian breakfast is gone. So I think Bybee needs to be at least 70% owned, to be honest with you, because there's so much upside. He has great stuff. He has that great breaking pitch that is almost, you know, between a slider or a curve, you know, like it's not even really a slurve. I wouldn't even really call it a slurve, but I guess it's kind of like a slurve almost. But, you know, Bybee's just got to be owned. Great stuff. I think even next year, look at Bybee, you know, at the end of your draft, and he's going to be a, a monster, monster pitcher in the next upcoming few years once he gets that control, you know, um, a little bit better. That's Tanner Bybee. Got to add him. Absolutely. Uh, great take, Dom. I love Bybee. Uh, unfortunately, because I needed a manufacturer when I did drop him after his great start the other day. But, you know. Hey, it happens. You know, you have to do what you have to do to manufacture to win each week in and out. So it is what it is. But I'll be looking to scoop up Bybee tomorrow. So, uh, yeah. Great take. Let's move on. Let's talk about Mr. Brian. Woo! Um, Mr. Wu has been great over his last couple starts to 10 innings. He has a win, 12 Ks, a .87 ERA, and a 116 uh, whip. I love the stats. I love what he's been doing. And even his last, like, honestly, everything but his first start has been atrocious. I mean, has been great, not atrocious. <laughs> um, he had a, a rough outing. You know, he improved off that. He built off the first Texas start, uh, start against Texas where he had 27 ERA. He went out to go get a 386 ERA against uh, the Angels, then the then the White Sox at 318. Then against the Yankees, gave up nothing. And then up against Washington, who's been like hit or miss. They hit around Philly today. Um, you know, only a 1-8 ERA. It's wild what Wu has been able to do with 30% owned too. I think he needs to be added at this point. You know, like I'm 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 all for adding him at this point. He did. He had a nine K game. He had a seven K, two seven K games and a five K game. The kid is looking like you know he's going to be able to put up a K a K per nine. So one hundred percent, I'm I'm really I'm really feeling Mr. Wu. 
And I really think you should go out there and woo your way all the way to the waiver wire and Adam. Yeah, I, I was feeling the, the Ric Flair with Brian Wu, like the woo, the nature boy. I guess we, we got to start calling Brian Wu the nature boy with that with that last name over mm-hmm. there. Uh, you know, the 23-year-old, you know, he's been pretty good, as Matt mentioned. Not going to mean you off the stats. Matt already did that. But, you know, in the minors this year, Wu had nine starts, 205 ERA, 44 innings, 59 Ks, uh, 088 whip. So, you know, the nature boy, Brian Wu, has kind of been – showing us he's capable, and I think he's going to keep riding that wave. You know, he gets uh, San Francisco on the third, which is the day you're listening to this, so unfortunately that's not really helping you. But let's see who he gets after the All-Star break because I don't think he's going to pitch again until after the All-Star break. But you know what? If he's a he's a little stash right now, you stash him before he goes out there. He could get Houston, it looks like, but then after that he might get Detroit. So kind of let's see how things shake out with Seattle's rotation. But I think Brian Wu at, what is he, I think it was 17%. What is he up to? Jeez, let's see if this wants to load and let me know. Matt, you have his ownership percentage there by any chance? Mr. Wu? Did we throw it out there? Yeah, 30%. Yeah. Oh, 30% for Brian Wu. Okay, so that's all we really need to say about Brian Wu. Uh, you know, give him one last woo for the road. Add him on your teams, and let's move on to the next guy. Let's talk about Emmett Sheehan. Now, Emmett Sheehan is somebody, you know, talked about before we got called up, and if you were a member of the Diamond Club, you got that alert, probably have him on your team right now, and you're probably feeling pretty good about it. Because over, you know, Emmett Sheehan's first three starts, 2.65 ERA, 0.82 whip, 17 innings, 12 Ks. Now, Kind of reminds me a little bit of Andrew Abbott. Andrew Abbott's first three starts, he looked really, really good, but the Ks weren't there yet. Emmett Sheehan in the minors this year had well over a K per nine. I think that's going to start to adjust, you know, as he, you know, gets used to that uh, big league hitting. He comes out on the 4th of July. He gets the Pirates. The Pirates have been very, very hit or miss of late. They've kind of been, you know, pretty shaky, to be honest with you. Not really a lot of big bats in that lineup. But when they all start to, you know, hit together at the same time, they can be a little bit dangerous. But, you know, Emmett Sheehan at 42% owned. I'm going to run him out there against those Pirates and the leagues I have him in. And I think he can go out there and get it done. You know, his minor league track record is stellar. He's got pretty good stuff. So I think, you know, and the Dodgers always you know, produce great, great pitchers. So I think Emma Sheehan is going to be one of those. Give him the shot, at least for this upcoming start against the Pirates. And then if he's good, keep him on your team. If he gets rocked and you feel like, you know, somebody better out there, I wouldn't have a problem dropping him either. But for right now, at least give him one more start. Yeah, great take, Dom. You know, everybody keeps asking, what should I do? Should I drop him? Should I, you know, hold on to him? You know, it's all based off on the week. I don't think he has any long-term value like Dom said. He's a spot start guy, but hey, you know, when Sheehan has a great, great matchup, great, I'm not afraid. Matchup, I'm, not, I'm not afraid to roll him out there. So, you know, definitely take a look at him. Let's move on here. Let's talk about Mr. Josiah Gray. He's been performing pretty well over the last couple starts he's had, you know, through 16 innings. My guy has two wins, 20 Ks, a 3.86 ERA with a 1.5 whip, which is a little bit on the high side, but hey, it is what it is. You know, he went out against Philly, uh, went six innings deep, got the W, 8 Ks. And the one five ERA and a one one seven whip, which I love. Then against San Diego, another tough matchup. Went to got the win, six Ks, no earned runs, and a one five whip high. You know, St. Louis knocked him around a bit, and so did Houston. But then again, Atlanta, he handled himself quite well. So Josiah Gray is going out there and at least handling himself against tougher matchups. And he's getting Cincy at home, which is I like that better because he's not pitching in you know Great American Hitter Park, and you know. 
it, I like I like the matchup. You know, Washington's been playing above board. They play to their 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 competition essentially. So Josiah Gray could go out there and really take advantage, even though they have been hot. You know, like I mean, we have Ellie De La Cruz in that lineup. You have a whole bunch of other people that are kind of starting to heat up there. But Gray has proven over going out against what Philly and and the Padres to go handle way better bats than what they have right now. So I don't have any doubt in my mind that he can't go out there and hand, and handle the Reds. So 100%, you should be adding Josiah Gray at least for next week. He pitches on the 5th, which is Wednesday. So 100% add him. And, uh, yeah, Josiah Gray. Yeah, Matt, great great take on Josiah Gray. 36% owned. You know, Josiah Gray still is only 25 years old. Let's not forget that. You know, he's still got that, you know, learning curve where he's a young buck and he's got time. Hopefully the last thing to come is that control. The control is what's killing Josiah Gray. He can't really throw strikes consistently. He's putting too many guys on base with his walks. That's, you know, that's why the one three eight whip exists. But, you know, I'll take the three three zero ERA. I'll take the, you know, we're under a K per nine. But he's another guy that has the stuff to eventually be a K per nine guy. So we could see it. Josiah Gray actually made the all-star game this year. If you didn't see the rosters, you know, every team does get a representative. So I guess, you know, he probably is the best player on the Nationals this year. You know, I got the Nationals gear on. I got to show a little bit of love for the kid. And, you know, kind of like we're talking about Sheehan, I don't know if Josiah Gray is a guy I'm going to throw out there every single time he pitches. But, you know, Matt told you he gets the Cincinnati Reds. They do have, you know, Ellie and Steer and McLean and Friedel. You know, they got a couple of those young bucks that are, you know, starting to do their thing. But I'll take the chance with Josiah Gray against the Reds, especially if I need to throw somebody out there. If, you, if you're if you're in a league that runs that short week, you know, which is doesn't really make sense to me before the All Star break to run a short week. It should be an elongated week where you combine the two into each other. But that's I'm not going to get into all those fantasy baseball uh, sem- semantics with you. But you know, according to me, it should be one long week. But otherwise, Matt, anything else before we wrap things up here, brother? Nice and uh, quick and tight one for you guys today. Um. No, I just I'll say this, guys. So this is this key pivotal couple of weeks where this is make or break whether you're going to be able to break it into the break into the top six and make the playoffs. So if you stay tuned over the next couple of weeks and you, you know, really hone in on the guys we're, we're recommending to add, guys we're we're saying to drop, guys we're saying to trade for and trade to sell high on, you might be able to come in and sneak your way into the sixth seed because it's not over till it's over and the fat lady sinks. So if you're on that hairy edge. You know, these next couple of weeks, people are probably tuning out and you're probably feeling like you need to, especially with football starting up. You know, if you stay locked in and locked on with us, I promise you, you're going to be able to sneak into the playoffs and then it's anybody's game. So just seriously stick around. Don't fall off. Just keep watching. We're going to get you to it and we're going to get you in that playoffs and then get you that everyday championship. So, you know, with that being said, Dom, go ahead, take it away. Yeah, real quick. I'm going to, I want to, I do want to chime. We got an extra minute here and, um, I'm going to play the opposite side of that. So and then if you're at the top, too, there's been a, a lot of years where I've been at the top of the pack and I've been, you know, number one, number two, number three seed, right? And I'm like, oh, whether I go on vacation or whatever it winds up being and I say, hey, I could take a week off. That's the week that a big name prospect gets called up and, and you miss it and somebody else gets him and you could have had him. You know, you're not really staying in that baseball mindset, you know, of making the moves you need to make, of making sure your lineup looks right. You know, a guy might get hurt on your team. You might need to, you know, snag somebody else, an injury replacement, which once again, join the Everydayers Diamond Club on subtext and you'll get those instant alerts when someone gets called up, someone gets hurt, all that stuff. So you'll kind of be way more in sync than your opponents. Just make sure you stay locked on, join the Diamond Club on subtext text and you'll be good to go heading into you know the playoffs here and don't get too caught up in football it's not it's not necessarily that time yet 
you know, you got time to build up the football. I'd say stay locked on for baseball as the time's being. But you know what, guys? That is all for today. Please be sure to like, subscribe, comment, rate, and review. Thank you to all our everydayers and new listeners making Locked On Fantasy Baseball your first listen each and every day. And, guys, make sure you look out for a new episode tomorrow. We provide you with the best must-add players for your watch list and IL. But until tomorrow, guys, see you. Peace.